We're talking about birthday messages before. Do what I did and just take your birthday off Facebook and then, and then no one gets notified. Oh. And then you find out who your friends, real friends yeah. are. You see who actually remembers. Uh, nobody wants to know who their real friends are, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Get into Gate. This is episode 183. We are talking Stargate Atlantis. My name is Mitch. Joining me is Brendan. G'day, mate. And Matty. What's doing, boys? Well, hello. Here we are, just taking a trip back to the Pegasus galaxy and apparently returning letters from it uh, back to Earth, which was my big confusion going into this week. And I was talking to my brother, who's obviously a Lincoln. He's been on the podcast a bunch of times. If... Uh, you're familiar with it. And uh, I said, oh, we're up to letters to or from Pegasus. I'm not sure. <laughs> Obviously, it makes sense more from um, than to. But uh, look, I'm fresh. This is me. I'm watching SGA for the first time. The, otherwise, we're big longtime fans of, uh, of SG1. So this one I was more excited about because there was a little bit of to and fro last week about what I was to expect. And I feel like Brendan was more on the positive side. Maddie was more on the negative. Am I correct in remembering from our last podcast? That was kind of where we're at. And I feel like even Jaws, maybe he was more, he was sort of very much in the middle. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to our podcast. I'm pretty sure that's where Jaws likes being, straight in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) He does. I know from experience he does. (laughs) And he's not his note, so we can only speculate about where he likes it. Uh, without him um but uh, i'm sure he'll make up for that next time he's on the pod anyway let's get into it as we do each and every week with the synopsis of the episode see what it's about and then throw it in the room and see what we thought having learned that the entire wraith armada is headed towards the city the team decides to use their remaining power to send stargate command a message containing information about the wraith threat and the well-being of everyone on atlantis as most of the team are recording messages to their loved ones shepherd and taylor embark on a mission that takes them directly to the wraith army and uh yeah i strangely enough me being the first time and it's called letters from pegasus uh, it probably took me until i think the second person was recording the message to me who was um the doc and i'm there going Oh, is this what this episode is going to... Of course it is, Mitchell. It's called Letters from Pegasus. <laughs> you you idiot. I we think the obligatory, sorry for the clip show. Yeah, I think that's what caught me. And I did see the opening credits. I was mm. you know, watching that much at the time. And I know that I like to joke that I'm always doing the dishes when I watch these episodes. Snyder actually was... Uh, unloading the dishwasher, not a word of a lie, after abusing my very heavily pregnant wife because she started doing it at 37 weeks and three days. She's there doing it saying, I need to clean. I'm like, "Get you idiot, get away and lay wow. down. That story ended in a very different place to where it started when you started with, because I was abusing my 37 week old. <laughs> she was getting lippy, wife, mate. And yeah. you're like, oh God, where, where is he going with this? Where is he going with this? Oh, okay. Hand. 
because she was unloading yeah. the dishwasher and she should have been. Yeah, I think because yeah. I knew where I was going to end it, I took some liberties at the start that I probably shouldn't have. So <laughs> I apologise about that. But uh, yeah, you're and a also, storyteller, mate. Don't apologize. Yeah, yeah. We'll fix it in post to make you sound like you beat your wife. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. Thank you. And you know what? I'm editing it and I probably will accidentally do that as well. Uh, I'll be there listening to God, God, I talk a lot. Let's just chop out the middle of that story and everything yeah. will be fine. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I saw that it said excerpts written by, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. We must have at least like a flashback at some point. And then what was it? Um, Rainbow, was it when he was doing his his first yeah. one? He was the f- and it, he goes, oh, I've done some pretty crazy things. And like, you know, planes gone by and there's shit going all over the place and gunfire. And I'm like, oh God, are we... Really? Is that we're gonna we're gonna have these letters, but then we're yeah. gonna flash back to stuff? And I, oh, think I like, actually forgot it was a clip show. Yeah, because oh, the bits really? I remember a lot is the Taylor and Shed stuff, mm. and I remember Rodney's messaging. The rest, I'd yeah, I'd forgotten about. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. You had to remind me last week about the leadership, and I was like, oh yeah, of course. Mm. I always forget about the Taylor Shepherd side mission which mm. is the enjoyable part. I only remember this episode for the flashback stuff. And I'm like, right. clip show, skip. <laughs> like, I don't need it. But yeah, the the um, the Taylor Shepard stuff was actually really enjoyable. Yeah, I think the, the clip show side of it, it feels like this, if, you, if I didn't know that it wasn't, it would seem to me like this story was a two-parter that they only had like an episode and a half's worth of story to tell. So they've had to fill it in by putting in the yeah. clips there whereas it's not it's one episode but it's i'm like what so they only had half an episode or we needed to tell this wraith stuff we needed to touch on that but let's try and beef it up with some you know we'll make it really personal get these guys to come in and i think come the end of the episode where we got another montage of the ending of all of their personal messages i was like okay this was cool and the score was like just drowning what was going on not in a bad way but it was just everything was happening uh, on screen and and in your ears and i thought i wonder whether this would be more effective if it was now again this is my first time watching atlantis this, this is as far as i've ever seen but if we get to this stage of season five and there's some big thing that's going to happen at the end of the series or at least the season at that point if they didn't know that they weren't uh, going to be coming back and I feel like we would have had so much more of an emotional connection to all of these characters that I would have probably would have gotten teary listening to a lot of those messages. Whereas, you know, as much as I know, when I say I know, I was, I'm about to ask what his freaking name is again, but um, the Scottish doctor. Beckett. Yeah, Beckett. Beckett. How do I not know Beckett? Beckett, shoes, Beckett. That's all I think about, right? So uh, <laughs> thank you, Brendan and Jaws. But I don't know. Like, I know that we've never had any context about his mum, but I feel like on his side, I would appreciate it all so much more and I would feel and connect to it a lot more if I'd had a couple of years with him rather than like, oh, two and a half to 10 minutes, depending on the episode, per episode over the last 16 weeks. Um, so it's mm. like, I, I, I appreciate it for the end of, towards the end of this season, but I feel like the emotional impact that maybe they were, well, I hope that they were trying to go for might've meant a little bit more in season four or five yeah That's just, I, um, i've had a bit of a realization i've always enjoyed dr beckett and he's a huge fan favorite like the fans absolutely love beckett so this is why i've just my second note that i wrote down while i was watching the episode is 
I think I hate Dr. Beckett. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Like, and I ne- I've always enjoyed Beckett, but in this rewatch, I'm like, when he's just there, just like unnecessarily blubbering, and I'm just, I'm just like, I think I hate this man. I think if I was, <laughs> like, I think I'm like, if I, if I was on Atlantis, if I was stationed on Atlantis, I think I would be Kavanaugh. I would just be the guy I hate it. I'd just be like, Dude, He's I can relate to Kavanaugh so well. Is he the valid points? Is he the asshole that didn't like weird? The, pony the, the, the yeah. ponytail, ponytail guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know between Beckett and his creepiness towards um Shire back in um Sanctuary or whatever it was, and his yeah. other weird thing, and then just this one, I was just like, oh god, I could not be around this man. I could not. I could not work with him. There's no way in hell I would just. I would just be backing out of the room. Yeah, I'll back you up on that one. I love Beckett. Is it because you know that he's not Scottish? His parents were Scottish. <laughs> he no, he's definitely yeah. He's like he's Scottish. He's to me, he's he's Scottish. He's no, that's okay. fine. But yeah, I but don't he's know. He's really American. Just Canadian, isn't he? Isn't he Canadian? Canadian. Yeah, Same thing. But his, but his parents, <laughs> uh, his parents speak with. I know. I've seen a lot of the special features, and they say like his parents speak in heavy Scottish accents, like they are yeah. Scottish Scottish. So he would. He would always talk to them if he had trouble trying to figure out how to pronounce a certain line. He would get sort of you know advice from them on the best way to do it. Yeah. So no, that's that's fine. I mean, I've got Scottish heritage. That's not a problem. Just I don't know. He just my father's black. (laughs) (laughs) He just seems to be getting on my nerve this time around, and and I'm surprised by it. And I'm prepared Mm. for the hate because I know he's such a beloved character (laughs) by the fandom. But like you enjoy it, I can only feel how I feel, and I'm just like like you whip yourself and jack off and reading those hate mail come in. (laughs) I'm like hating. I'm hating Christensen in that um, Life as a House movie where he he always like chokes himself while he jerks off. He like, God, yeah, that's a deep cut, but asphyxiation. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, as much as we shit on Rainbow's character, like Mitch said, which is, I've actually got that in my notes too. Rainbow's character had a good point about taking the ZPN from the Lost Boys and M7G677. I had a note about that too, because I was like, Weir was well, like overly catty oh, when he brought it up. I was like, the, I understand. It's just her, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm a Weir apologist 100% of the time. Yeah, but she just bites his head off and he's like, oh, you're just asking for suggestions, Jesus. Right, like she could have given him a two, but she gave him like a nine yeah. in terms and of- And as long as I'm here, uh, never happen. Yeah, and okay. it's like, and it's like, we're, we're Anyone like, else wanna we're 40 seconds in into the Not episode, after that. guys. <laughs> Someone's on the rag. Jesus. It's like, wow, she was like, yeah, it's like, oh man, we're 40 seconds in and he, she's like yeah. already like at a nine. And it's like, whoa. Even if it's no, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, you could bring him back. And then the possibility of saving the ancient city of Atlantis, I think, is a little bit more important than the Lord of the Flies planet. <laughs> and when we know that there's only a small amount of them, so it's like, do we just bring them all back to Atlantis and protect them under our shield while we have it? That's like, what I mean. Yeah, either bring them back or relax. use it and take it back to pleated. I don't know, but either yeah. way. <laughs> either what? Way. Oh, that's a bummer right now. Yeah. Here's a Nakoda generator. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and I get why they did it from a writing point of view because we as fans would be asking the same question if they didn't bring it up. We'd be saying, well, why didn't they just go and take thing? 
So I get we're saying like, okay, no, that's not the kind of exhibition we're going to be. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take the moral high ground and that kind of stuff. But it's like, whoa, love, just mm-hmm. pump the brakes yeah. and God, just yeah. you know Jesus be be chill Christ. about it. But I was like, wow, she went in hard. You know what I loved about that was Ooh. when he said, you know what I think we should do is uh, you go and steal it from that uh, planet of children and look, you know, <laughs> them, basically. And I I sat there and I'm like. But to me, I, I'm like, why is why is he saying that? That would be such a Rodney thing. And then like before the yeah. thought even finishes in my head, they cut they cut over to Dave Hewitt. And he goes, I uh, I concur with that idea. I think that's great. And I'm like, oh, thank God. They didn't forget who they were yeah, writing for. This is such good. a Rodney thing. I like that. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's a Rodney would be point. like, just give him some, cho- just trade him for some chocolate. Just give him some yeah. chocolate. <laughs> And we'll take the ZPM. Give them a waste bar. I like I've blocked out most of the episode, but it's like, do they even need the ZPM anymore? Yeah. Do they still need it? What was it doing? It was it was like an EMP field, wasn't it? It was stopping like, all the yeah, it was stopping all all technology from working, basically. Yeah. I mean that doesn't then, that doesn't stop, yeah. you know, like a hive ship just like, you know, raining fire from space though and destroying them from no. orbit. No. It's a local thing. Yeah. And yeah. stop so, that like, it crashed all the darts around that area, but that's Yeah, they couldn't scoop them up. And then they could yeah, I think the whole idea of that planet was they thought that they couldn't increase their population beyond the scope the of bubble. that shield. Yeah. Yeah, even though they could, but and you know. Just Gen Z is. Yeah, god yeah. Although the worst part is well, they probably that was actually... a gen, they were Gen Ys then. Yeah, they, well, they probably could have been like even Gen Xs or Millennials. Like, I'm just trying to do the math yeah. on like the timing and stuff. And it's like, fuck, all right. They're actually our age. Yeah, probably our Gen X. I just on that weird stuff, uh, if if that's how you felt in that scene, which I'm like, oh, I was part of me. I was like, okay, I get why you would suggest that. Sure. You go, hey, look, I don't want to say it, but look, if we get desperate, we can go to the kid planet and, and, and see if we can borrow their battery. And she's like, no, that'll never happen while I'm here. And I'm like, well, okay, good stand. It's like, you know what? We'll die honorably if we have to, but we're not going to sacrifice a bunch of kids. All good, all valid points. Great, great, great. But it, I guess it maybe it was the way she said it. But then, like when they just they cut to her like twelve minutes later because they're going to Rainbow, and then they went to Doctor Beckett, and then they cut to we are doing her video. But it's like you know, cut away from like a shepherd and Taylor straight into we are, you know, dead on yeah, the camera going. The and I think what I love most about my job is my team. And I'm here for them. And I was like, oh, don't. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, <laughs> if you walk into a party, you know, with a friend who hates another friend of yours, and you understand why they don't like person C, but you like them because they're charming in how stupid they are. And you're like, they're fine. You tell person B, don't, don't worry about it. They'll be okay when we get there. And you walk in and they're doing something stupid and they're naked and they're lighting themselves on fire and they're kissing their cousin. And you're like, oh, God, don't, don't do that. <laughs> that was one time I did that. Oh, yeah, I like... know. And it's always my example, Brendan. I told you that. <laughs> but like, it's so awkward because we know Jaws too. It's, you know... <laughs> it was a good kiss. It looked like a great kiss, though, in yeah. fairness. Um, but I'm just like, oh, God, like, you know, the first scene was one thing, but like when you they cut to her and they just like, hey, just be really selfless and really emotional and like out of context, other than the fact yeah. that we know why you're recording it. I'm like, 
oh god i don't believe this like this just seems like too much and maybe that's because i've been like trained by brendan to think that way for the last five years i don't no. i don't know no, but... i love those messages <laughs> she did to all of like the families of the fallen expedition. oh at the end at the like end that. i did i didn't mind it well, you know it was just that first one for me yeah, it was lazy because she just didn't bother writing the reports until like, <laughs> it's like oh shit i better do like a well, whole they wouldn't, bunch like the families wouldn't be able to read the reports because they'd be classified well like she remember because in, in one of it in one of it yeah no the videos are fine because they're all sending videos but remember because in, in the video she says like and while never I, personally knew your son yeah but i sent him to his death well and she and she said she says and while i can't tell you the circumstances around their death please know blah 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 so i thought that was really really nice and yeah, then the I pay, thought blah 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 the payoff at the end too when shepherd was like when she told shepherd she'd done it and he, and he was like oh you didn't have to do that i would have done those and she's like no no that's my job um but something i did read in the in the visual you never companion. saw hammond like telling o'neill how many of those he's done <laughs> <laughs> well something like, something i did love though that i read in the visual companion is the scene where she's doing her personal message to nareem <laughs> yeah, we, we all call him Nareem. Well, I, I couldn't tell you what the actual character's name is. He's Nareem. He's always Stephen? Be Nareem. I was about to say Stephen. I think that might be Andrew. It. Who knows? Pete. Graham. No, I don't know. She actually Samsonite. Wrote that. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> she um she actually wrote that. So apparently oh, I could the, tell. The, <laughs> no, what was written I wasn't listening, script, I'm sorry. <laughs> what was written in the script, she didn't deem like we're-esque because apparently she was saying something very mm. different to like she's ba- simon that's it his name is simon simon so close it, to was, it actually was close to samsonite <laughs> yeah it really oh was God. um because she was like basically saying simon i love you please wait for me and we was like no oh sorry tori was like no we would never say that so she went to brad and went what the He's like, okay, just write whatever you want. So all the stuff that we oh, said in, in that scene gonna, uh, was actually no written worry. by Tori. So I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, write whatever you want for God's sake. Even he's sick of it. <laughs> I actually will back that. I actually like that moment. I like the, um, you know, I'm glad she didn't sort of just like, no, I, I know it was a bit of, um, look, just wherever you go, I'm looking after you. But it wasn't like, Mm. I don't care if you go off and marry that bitch that I didn't like, as long as you're happy and I'll be sad and I'll be mm. dead, but that's fine. As long as you're happy and you get those three kids and that nice two bedroom place that we looked at on the beach. And it's not even, not even really important. I'm not even thinking about any of that, mm. but as long as you're happy, I'll be happy. Like they didn't really, it was just, you're great. I wish I could tell you stuff. And you know what? You're putting your life on hold for me. And at that moment, in that split second, I was like, he, Oh, you left him hanging like that? What? And then it was like, and you shouldn't, don't. Like, please move on and do your own thing because I can't do this to you, but what I'm doing. I So I, I'm, yeah, big, big props to ever rewrite. Um, and I, I thought it was a great client. Clearance, so doesn't he have clearance? He knows about the exposi- expedition. I don't know that he does. Yeah, because in the pilot, she goes, they kindly let me have blah, blah, blah. I'm going to the other side of the galaxy. Oh, did she? Yeah, he was watching that video of her telling him, and that's why we're like, "Why is it Nareem?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize she she divulged that much information because I I did like the the tie into that because what I remember from that is him watching the video and then calling her and it's saying, "Oh, the user is outside of the you know yeah the range coverage area whatever or whatever, yeah. or whatever yeah. it was that kind of play on words there." But yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. I thought that was more for the audience. So I didn't realize Nareen knew that much of it. I did like the the fact that they kind of played around with that with Selenka 
about like he's just describing all this crazy shit that's happening <laughs> yeah in check and then rainbow's just like you didn't give away anything um specific did you like anything that's classified and he's like what <laughs> and then if you notice someone someone like online pointed it out there's a knackwood generator sitting behind the length the whole time <laughs> if we can um flick over to the um the taylor shepherd portion of the episode for a bit oh, i yeah. um i yeah i always forget about that and i always really enjoy that those kind of scenes sort of going back and forward i think one in particular is the way they're able to visualize and explain to us the cloak like when there's that whole moment where taylor's in the back of the jumper yeah and there's the wraith drone walking past and she freaks out but it's yeah. like she can see him but he can't see her and i just i just really liked that it really helped set up how the cloak works like that it's a bubble that's kind of slightly larger than the ship and all that kind of it just totally made sense and really mm. helps explain all that which i really really liked yeah i dug that too actually because of obviously you know um you know we've seen shields before and and cloaks and all that sort of stuff but um if this technology is a little different then this is the first time i'm seeing that and that was a really tense like horror movie type moment because you're looking you know past her seemingly out the ship and i had to question i'm like is there a window there like because mm. she seems really calm and as an audience member i'm there going is it oh okay she's caught now like she's gonna have to take care of this guy but then to obviously go out of the ship and then follow his gaze as he looks back like i like that little one shot but um yeah like i don't know how much sense that makes because then it is like you said a bubble as opposed to oh every part of this ship has got tiny little cameras on the other side and then tiny little projectors on each part mm. of it. it's like well that wouldn't work if it was an opening so um yeah the whole bubble side of it is like is new yeah. as far as those shields cloaking sort of device works from anything else i've ever seen so yeah. that was um that and was then also really cool hugely convenient that that drone didn't walk like two meters to the right and literally just bump into the ship yeah like, or even can just... you imagine he just kind of, <laughs> kind of just like like mobius that we're going to deal with in a couple of weeks where yeah. it's just like it's just yeah you just like bump into the side of the ship and go oh okay or even just the idea in. that like he was there at all because it was a as far as we could tell otherwise it was an air assault and then mm. that guy's walking along things walking along and walks away and what half an hour an hour later however long it may be random other people that not not Oren or whatever his name was and the people we were waiting for but some other people mm. make their way up i'm like where is the drone to see them there and then when Oren's coming along scream my god they were making some noise i'm like what are you running away from like if it was just air assaults i get it but why would you i don't know it just yeah I'm and like, he was just just on his own just one guy on yeah. his own yeah like no no backup no just wandering so far away from everything mm. it kind of makes me wonder if the wraith like those drones can actually see like yeah. or whether he's just yeah. wandering around blind yeah and they can only see by smell or something yeah. like that <laughs> and he's just he's got a cold and he's completely lost because he can't smell the direction he's got to go in <laughs> so he's just wandering around blind he'd gone rogue like he was actually hoping to get away from and like hoping not to find anyone because then he would have to actually do something to having to uh, retire on the planet now that there's no one there uh, but yeah no that was it that was a nice touch just such a weird like mix because i found myself even though it's called letters from pegasus and i kind of forgot about that you know until halfway through like i said the um the second letter from pegasus being recorded but i'm like oh, i kind of I, I want this to be the episode i want the taylor and the shepherd stuff to be mm. the episode because while we've seen that sort of stuff happen in the pilot and we've been told about it it was the most that we'd seen 
of a culling or, or whatever it is yeah. that you might want to call it. Uh, and I really enjoyed, I enjoyed like being stuck there for so long because when we saw it in the pilot with Taylor's people, we sort of got warned about it ahead of time. And then when it happened, it was more about everyone's reaction to it rather than it actually happening. And then us getting away. Whereas this was, we are stuck here having to watch it and experience it while we're forced to wait for these people that may actually never show up. So, Oh, we're going to leave. No, we should give them more time. Okay. We'll wait again. So we got to really sort of sit there in the middle of a war zone type thing. So I actually really dug that about this episode. And for me, I think because I didn't know that side of it, or I didn't know anything was happening the fact that we kept getting taken back to people sitting in front of a camera recording a message to a loved one that was probably never going to see it. I kind of felt like, you know, a little drained every time we dropped back to that side of the story. So whether or not I would appreciate it, if I go back and rewatch this episode in a couple of years time after, um, well after we've finished, you know, watching SGA that I might appreciate those little messages after you know living with these characters for all five seasons yeah it did feel almost a little perverse in the way that like how removed um like shepherd and taylor were like just sitting in the comfort of the puddle jumper Mm -hmm. under the cloak looking out the front window with their binoculars just seeing all this like like crazy shit happening and just being so far removed and so safe from it just just felt so sort of unsettling with the lights on too like I just yeah. like, but yeah. at least show the respect of turning and the lights off. I don't care if no one can see them. Like, <laughs> the problem I had with it though yeah. is the whole reason Shepard leaves, like leaves the safety of the of the jump is to go and inspect the sky beam, something that Taylor's never seen before, knows nothing about, and we never ever get any. As far as I'm aware, we never get any resolution to that. Onto what the point, like. Shepard says something about, oh, they were marking the planet or something like that. But we never hear about it. We never see it again. We never see that tactic being new. I don't understand what the sky beam was for other than an excuse for Shepard to go and investigate it so Taylor oh, could have her. I watched this episode moments. two hours ago and I completely forgot that he even said that's what he was going to do. Yeah, right? Mm. It's such a weird, just sort of random thing. For some reason, I thought we do see that in the finale oh okay well i'll put a pin in that i don't know yeah maybe not i don't remember that's why i'm like oh that must be from the finale but maybe not yeah i'll um yeah well i'll I'll have to keep an eye out for it because yeah because i don't nothing jumps to mind but yeah my atlantis knowledge is much less than my sg1 knowledge so i'll um yeah i'll wait and see i guess if if, um that has any resolution i I had an issue with that i guess shepherd had an issue with that too because he's like this is tough to watch but in saying that, if he wanted to investigate, why didn't he just cloak and go up and look at the ship that had the beam shooting down? Well, wasn't it? I thought it was something on the planet. They dropped like something on the planet and it was shooting up. Oh, like a beam was shooting right. up. I thought. I thought it was shooting down from a mothership. Oh, sounds like That's... none of us needs to watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't really tell. It's just a beam, isn't it? Does it go up from I thought the bottom you saw or it down activate. from the top? Oh, okay. Let me um. Let me Must have looked my, away my at that point. Fantastic Stan app. Um, but I will actually. I did find in the pilot where we get that message from Weir to Nareem, the original oh, message. Hugo, little fiddle fingers over there. Love it. Simon. Previously, if you're watching this, it means the president has been kind enough to grant you security clearance. I forgot that she actually did this as a video. I'm going on a diplomatic mission to another country. 
I'm going to another planet in another galaxy by means of a device called a Stargate. And then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, wow. Wow, there you go. She talked about the ancients. She talked about everything, like basically as exposition exposition for the audience. But it's like, why? Why did the president give this guy? What? Yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel yeah. like either we did we fade, uh, like dissolve into another scene, or did the the camera sort of pan away from him? It either fades way, into it fades into a montage of everyone saying goodbye to their families. Yeah, yeah. Shepard sitting there just pondering shit. Yeah. I'm just, I just feel like it's a missed opportunity uh, as we sort of fade away from Nareem that we didn't do so as like a red dot was lining up on his forehead and that she's telling him this she doesn't know about it by the way she didn't know about yeah. that it was going to happen obviously uh but he's been yeah. given access and i would like his- now i would like the trust if that happened yeah <laughs> all i remember it's funny more than the actual episode from the pilot i just remember us making fun of like that scene and how bad it was and how it only seemed to be there just so they could make that really bad joke about the caller being outside the service area. Like, yeah. they did that whole thing just to set that up. Yeah, but they didn't need to tell him. They could have just done that anyway. Yeah. In fairness, if you can't find this beam shooting up into the sky thing, you could have just confused it with, I don't know, any number of, like, 12 other sci-fi uh, franchises, the, movie or TV. Remember that otherwise. year where, like, every movie had a sky beam? There yep. was, like, the mm. Ninja Turtles movie... That first, um, oh, here we go. I found it. That first, actually, you're right. Every, I reckon, every year for, well, that, oh, geez, 2015 might be missing, but Avengers won in 2012, yeah. Man of Steel 2013, the first Turtles in 2014, yeah. and first, Ghostbusters was in 2016. The first Amazing Spider Man, there was like a sky beam or something as well. That was 2012. Yeah, there was yeah. two in one year. I feel like there was even a third one because remember at the end yeah. of the year, or at least 2013, people made it a big thing going, why are aliens only weapons big beams into the sky? Like this, yeah. is, this is their thing. This I remember um, how it should have ended that that um, YouTube channel that I follow. Mm. Remember them doing like a big supercut of all the sky beam movies. <laughs> Here so, we go. I found it. Yeah, it oh, comes up. It okay. goes from the ground up. So it's that big wide yeah. shot where you see a bunch of the Wraith ships flying yeah. over and doing their little okay. beam down culling thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Taylor literally says, I've never seen such a thing. Yeah. Mm. Which makes sense because like not this many Wraith have never been awake in her lifetime. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and she, she never witnessed a culling on her planet, right? I think she'd experienced like darts, but never like a hive. Like, a, yeah. like they'd never experienced a hive ship in orbit or anything like that. There's always just the darts that would come and scoop up a couple of dozen yeah, people to right. like feed the caretakers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, never, never this kind of this kind of thing. So yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see if they do bring that back in um in either episode of. Well, Game no, Game they Game. don't. There's something similar, but that's not it. Mm. Not from the ground up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh though when uh, Taylor's when they first arrived on that planet and she goes up to Oren and is like, "Look, we don't know for sure, but just giving you a warning. This may this may happen, and if it does, you're gonna need to take some cover. And like, I'm not saying anything else, but if you wanna, like, we'll get you out. Everybody else, um, you're gonna need to get so far away from the Stargate." Just get to the other line of the tree, like the other side of the clearing for the Stargate, <laughs> yeah. and you you'll totally be fine. Yeah. Don't even that worry big about it. open clearing where you've got no cover. Yeah, straight yeah. across that. If you can that... just run straight across that during the culling, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no darts will spot you. Yeah, no. They're... 
flying over, <laughs> scooping people up, will ever spot you running yeah. across this giant football field. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, actually, a little bit of trivia too, just because um, I always get shit hung on me from listeners whenever I don't mention it. The guy playing Orin, that actor was in uh, Space Race, for those um, playing mm-hmm. along at home. He was the man who owns the Stargate guy. You know, when O'Neill's like, oh, oh yeah, he's got the... Mr. Yeah, he's got the little like hemorrhoids on his on his temples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, that's the same actor that played Little Sisties. Yeah. And no doubt that uh you guys will uh I I would hope agree with me to at least some extent here. But like, well, I've I've been sh- probably shit canning the, the the letters home stuff more than I would mean, but uh at the same time. The Rodney side of it is so good. I, I almost want to say at least the first sort of three times we see him doing it, this is the best anything that David Hewlett has done on Stargate up until this point. I just thought his comedic timing Fact. in at, definitely the first one, if not the first two, but the first three <laughs> as a package would just, I'm like, man, this, this, is, is, this is actually saving this half of the storyline for me. All of these other videos are worth it if I get to watch you doing what you are doing right now. And that was, that was the first one alone. I'm like, Oh, this has saved it for me. I want to see Wraiths, but if anyone else is doing half as good as what you're doing in in this one scene here, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just got the wrong characters. Although I guess they got everyone except for Shepard and Taylor. Yeah. But Taylor didn't need to do one. What I think really helps not make McKay seem like an absolute fucking tool and I think what really sort of saved is the fact that they added in that weird sycophantic scientist chick who was like, loves the yeah. fact that she gets abused. By oh, the, the Japanese lady. Yeah. Like, she was the, awesome. Yeah. They're just like, I mean, I, I, I didn't see the flag on her shoulder, so I can't, I can't confirm or deny yeah. <laughs> whether she was Japanese or not. But I just love the fact that it's like, he doesn't even know her name, yells at her about a sandwich or something. <laughs> Like and she She's just very honourable. Loves it. She yeah. loves it, and I'm just like, <laughs> that's perfect. And not only is it fun for us as an audience, it makes sense in world why McKay hasn't been fired yet because there are actual scientists who worship him, yeah. despite the fact that he's an absolute. Like I just yeah, <laughs> so I think good. that is just so like I wish we saw more of that character, but I don't remember yeah. seeing any more of her. And we never see her again. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah, that, I thought that was a fantastic character. I would have loved to have seen more of. She was like another the other guys type character. Yes! Yeah, really you're good. right. You're totally right. That could have been great. Oh, imagine if like her and Radic had gotten like their own episode or something like that. Yeah, like, and she keeps episode. talking about how good Rodney is and he can't yeah. stand it. Yeah, and you know Zelenka, like <laughs> as much as there's like the begrudging respect between Zelenka and McKay, and we see it, you know, through the seasons, like you know they just hate each other <laughs> despite respecting each other so yeah that, that would be great is like this little mckay sycophant yeah. and 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 radic just like stuck somewhere like <laughs> 40 minutes i would watch the f- out of that episode yeah that'd be funny oh there, there's your there's your first star script idea brad when you do the stargate reboot yeah now that now that uh what amazon owns it come on back and uh, bring that bring radic and that um that chick back and yeah <laughs> let him let him do their thing yeah, I like. I just it was a nice touch having Walter and Sam. I think at the end there with the one point three second wormhole opening. Yeah, yeah. Receiving transmission. Who's it from? Atlantis. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I feel like like 
I think that if was it was awesome. just Gary, like if it was just Walter, I feel like fans would have been like, yeah. oh. Been but the hollow. fact that they threw Carter in there as well, I think mm. people would go, oh, sick. This is like yeah. the very first time there's been any kind of like inter- interconnectivity since the pilot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And she wasn't in it, Carter. So that yeah, in this the is, pilot. This is so that makes her first appearance for, yeah. for Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah, right. Atlantis. I didn't even think about that actually. And Gary's yeah, was, third. I think it's was, Gary's third. Yeah, well, yeah well, he it, was yeah. he was back. He was in the, the pilot, I think, and, and he was in the dream yeah, episode they, yeah. and this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, as much as we love him, Walter would have been like just for me to do my um contracted marvel reference he would have been like in, <laughs> where ant-man goes to steal something from avengers headquarters and you're like holy shit who's he gonna say oh it's falcon cool oh, yeah. he's like he's been in two movies before. yeah he's like yeah sick yeah. but he's also the only one that they were hey we've got this much money who's gonna do it and everyone else is like ah, i don't get out of bed for that yeah. um Mackie, like when, you've done two films you'll do it obviously or and, like an agents of shield went oh we're gonna bring in a character for the movies and they're bringing like agent sitwell and you're like really yeah. <laughs> or it's like oh we're doing it we're doing a tie-in on i suppose this is probably the best one where they're like oh we're doing a tie-in and it's like oh we're bringing in sif yeah for an episode it's like actually no that's probably there that's probably a better one it's, uh, lovely, yeah no but you're right actually the carter thing i was and i'm just thinking about those people that we talk about a bit where they didn't watch sg1 and they jumped on board the stargate franchise by watching stargate atlantis so it would have just been some bald bloke with glasses and a mm. woman behind a desk going, oh, yeah. wow, it's them. They would have had absolutely no respect for yeah. who those characters were. They're like, what is what is blonde Ripley here for? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what? Yeah, you get to close off, the, off, off, off this episode? Really? How disrespectful to the actual characters where, for yeah. me, like, even though I you know, live and breathe those characters for years, seeing Walter, I'm like, cool, and then seeing Carter walk in and seeing them receive it, and I was just like, oh, my holy shit, what does this mean? And I'm like, no, I've seen season nine and 10 of SG1. Yeah. I know what it doesn't mean. Um, <laughs> especially, especially when um, McKay already referenced Carter a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Carter's going to be able to crack this code that I've got for the compression file and, you know, Samantha Carter. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you know, exactly. Sam, if you are watching this, uh... the torch is still burning. <laughs> so <good. laughs> it hasn't been a night where I haven't uh, uh, Fordish probably cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And as if Ford's going to edit any of that. Oh shit, my god! Yeah, yeah, right. He wouldn't have touched Rodney's tape at all. Yeah. Like yeah. Nah. he would have either deleted everything or nothing. But then, and then the weirdest part is that it was such the a whole hour, of, assuming yeah. it's short play. Well, and the, the fact that obviously this takes place in more like 2008 or whatever it is, 2006, mm. whatever. And then you realize like Rodney brings out the cassette tape that he's filled. Yeah, the mini DV tape. That would have been 60 like, minutes. It's an yeah. hour. And Unless he put it on long play. Long play. And, like, yeah. so and Rainbow's going to edit that. <laughs> No, right. no, not say. when there's like an impending like invasion and he's one of the like higher ranking ups. He's no, mm-hmm. no. Can I just say that for, for anyone watching um, this uh, and YouTube boys, obviously, I were doing this over video that I'm, I'm surrounded by just junk behind me because I'm mid move. Uh, and I'm just surrounded by boxes and, and couches behind. There's half a couch behind me. Uh, my computer at the moment um, that I'm recording this on is on top of a box full of mini dv tapes actually there's some vhs's that i'm looking at wow. right now too but nice. we joke that that's 15 year old technology but i am looking at i don't know 40 to 50 mini dv tapes so uh 
yeah. respect to the physical media of the past. And, yeah, I've uh, got Rodney that Elmer too. Yeah, I need to digitize that shit knows. somehow. So I, I've got a cord here that would help, it. but there's like only about 40 boxes that it could be in. So um, I've yeah. got the cord. I just don't have a player. Oh, maybe we can help each other. Yeah, uh, I've, yes. I mean, I've got two boxes out in my garage full of VHS. Tapes. I don't want to. Oh, geez, I was going to say I don't want to know what's in your boxes, but uh, <laughs> VHS tapes. That's all right. Yeah. yeah, unhackable those ones. That's good. Just going to say the I had an e-scooter accident, so I've been out of commission for a while in um, the emergency room. But shit, um, you got emergency room? I thought you just picked yourself up, dusted yourself off, and away you went. Nah, I got up. Yeah, shit. I had concussion and stuff, so Jesus. I just wanted to read a review. <laughs> that <laughs> one that I sent. Are we bringing back the mailbag segment? I'll just well, yeah, it just make, at least sense. for this one from letters. From letters Pegasus. from Pegasus. So letters, I've got a letter. Letters, letters from, from Peg us sus. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we gotta get ass in there somewhere. Yeah, sure. letters Peg from ass. Peg our ass. Letters from Peg our from ass. Pegged ass. From yeah. Peg yeah. ass. Yeah. Peg, Peg ass us, please. Change, change approved. Letters from Peg ass us. <laughs> <laughs> uh this one's a one star review skip it from i'm gonna just gonna say from tom from the usa and look this is one of those ones where if i didn't if i read the the comment first you'd be like i wonder if that's a one star or five star because i actually <laughs> like the comment yeah. well there's one that's... you go did they accident maybe because we did get a one star review once that was actually all positive stuff yeah, and whereas someone had actually just didn't know how yeah. to make five stars, and they like, just can you just change it? No, they didn't reply. Anyway, this one says a bunch of knuckleheads that rarely upload and mostly talk about the Stargate characters having sex. It gets weird. I mean, that's all. He's factually not wrong. Accurate. He's that not wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. All yeah. valid Great points, Thomas. There. As yeah. as the kids uh, would say, show me the lie. Show me the lie. Like <laughs> you know. Yeah. God no. Or that gift that I sent around in our chat yesterday of of Falcon from the Falcon Winter Soldier TV show. He goes, mm. he's out of line, but he's right. But the fun, the bit that I have issue with is the rarely uploaded one. Like it's not untrue, but why would you be disgruntled about that if you hate the podcast yeah, anyway? It's like, it's like you want us <laughs> to upload more regularly and talk so about can, sex, so you can skip it. Yeah. yeah, more regularly. I've run out of stuff to not listen to. Can you guys upload <laughs> more stuff? Uh, uh, so good. Yeah. Love that. And one. to anyone who has sent us stuff in the mailbag, just know that we do have a giant mailbag, like um, where all this stuff is going oh. into. We just haven't. We haven't. My balls are so it. blue. It's mm, not even funny yeah, anymore. We haven't released it. So don't don't think we haven't like we've intentionally not read out your mailbag. We just yeah. It's just it's very weird to do now that we're doing things like remotely yeah it's a, there's a lot of kind of technical things that we haven't been able to do because of mm. the remote thing and like the my segment of the interrupting video just would be way too clunky and you know a delay and latency issues and then even little segment like the 30 second segments trying to do the trivia and stuff yeah yeah well i mean yeah we we can't all even sing in unison for an opener because yeah. of the delays and stuff. I mean, God yeah. knows we tried, I think, once, maybe yeah. twice. And um and we didn't know until the second time that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> After we heard it back. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you want to send us a letter to Pegasus, jump on 
board to if Pegasus want, from Pegasus wanna, to Atlantis. Yeah, if you want to peg our ass, um, just email <laughs> if us. If you want to peg our ass, get into ga- at gmail.com or slip into any of our DMs and send us a message. And um, yeah. yeah, peg our ass. Yeah, well, this is episode <laughs> 183, and we've got anywhere between, I don't know, what, five to 10 other kind of specials out there for you to rate negatively. So, um, by all means, if you are new to the podcast, there's uh, there's plenty to go back and explore. And hey, sure, we've been a little irregular on the, uh, on the uploading this year, but uh, if you are new to the podcast, you oh, can go well, back and listen to like 190 hey guys, episodes before you get up to us irregularly uploading. So, there's um, a global pandemic, so I don't yeah. know if you heard that. I mean, I mean, yeah, whinging about not uploading episodes <laughs> Absolutely. Is, is, like whinging about, is like whinging about, you know, you not getting your parcels <laughs> yeah. in the mail quick enough, even though we're in the middle of a yeah, pandemic. COVID. And like, you know, per- postal right. officers are just like working their absolute guts out. Mm. And if you'd like to peg our ass, <laughs> check out our Patreon. Hey. Oh, dear. Just like some of our newest patrons, welcome to David Estes, the Estev, Estes Festivez. Welcome. Emilio! Emilio! And the Estes. Estes. The Estes. I was going to oh, go with the Estes. Testes. Yeah, That's, just yeah. grab a handful of David's Estes. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, there's more than I know what you mean. There is more than a handful there. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, he's right got a full now. set. And, uh, and also welcome to Ross White. White? White. Ross Dog. I'm going to call him... Uh, I'm going to call him... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call him mayo sandwich because there is nothing whiter than like mayo on a sandwich, like just a mm. just a white bread and mayo sandwich. Just, I mean, we're white people, we're gross. That's just you know, that yeah. like cliche. It always takes me. Do you ever see that movie? Oh, God, Undercover Brother. I don't even know if I ever saw it, but it was like you know, it was like a Wayans esque type, you know, white chicks type right. thing. Um, but there was this. Mm. Uh, oh God, the bloke, he, the the pimp hand. He was the the black friend in in um, Juice Bigelow. Anyway, I don't know what that guy's name is, but oh, he was a, yeah. he was a guy who had to go undercover as a white person for something, and they're trying to train him up. And I just remember from the trailer, it's like if you are going to pretend to be white, you have got to like mayonnaise. And like it's as a black guy, he's like in his training facility and he's trying to eat a sandwich with mayonnaise on it, and it's just like making him just vomit everywhere. So whenever I had that thing, it's like it's as white as mayonnaise. And like <laughs> there's a great um, runner in Scrubs where Donald Faison's character, like his his cell phone number, is actually Call Turk. Like his last name is Turk. So if you mm-hmm. dial Call Turk, that's his number. Excellent. And then the janitor points out that it's like that's not actually what happens. It's actually Cal Turk. He's like, that'd work if your first name was Cal. And he's like, there's no one named Cal Turk. And then it cut to Donald Faison in full white face, pretending to be a white guy going, going, hi, I'm Cal Turk. If you want me to sell you some real estate, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but only to white people. He's like, and then he just like, would you like a glass of milk? Like, just the whitest thing possible. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, see, you know, um, I think it's Dr. Dre's 2001 chronic uh, Chronic 2001, where he does that, Eddie Griffin does that skit. Have you guys heard that? I don't know that I have. I'm going to have oh. to play it now because it's, Ooh, under, just, under I cover. think it's, it's what I think of every time I think of him is this. Oh, they say uh, a black man is a pimp. Well, let me tell you the biggest pimp on planet motherfucking earth is her mama. It's her mama that told her, get a man that got a good job, girl. Make sure he got a good car, girl. Make sure he can take you out and buy you something, girl. What happened to just falling in love with a n- with a 
with a bus pass. <laughs> Just cause you love the But I'm the pimp, motherfucker. I gotta be the player. <laughs> Biggest hoes on planet Earth. There's no idea what's happening right now. Are walking through the motherfucking neighborhood. You knew when you got with the he already had a woman. You knew he already had a family, but you fed him anyway. And then when you thought you're gonna lose the you went and got pregnant, didn't you, bitch? Didn't you? The old keeper a baby. And Someone then when the ain't around, Someone what do you tell the child? Oh, that ain't shit. That's why your daddy ain't here, because that ain't shit. How about being a woman and telling the kid the truth? That your mama, you was a hoe. Tell the kid, mama was a hoe. I was weekend pussy. I had you to keep it. It didn't work out. That's why he ain't here. But he a good Cause he take care of his real family. I was just a dumb bitch trying to keep a that I wanted. <laughs> I I Homer Simpson through the head like back through the edges about 20 seconds into that. Uh, oh, we shit, didn't say funny. that word. Mm. I know. Eddie Griffin did. I'm just very uncomfortable. Uh on street, we need to hit the road and get out of here. Please, that is Ryan. Please do. Let's do it. We will be back next week to talk a uh, bit more of SG1. We're back to the Milky Way. And we're finally talking about threads. Oh, which lordy. Is good, although I am worried. Now, we'll give you guys a little bit of a warning ahead of time. As you can see, I'm surrounded by boxes. I'm mid-move. I was trying to watch today's uh, episode of, of SGA on my DVD because I've got them. So why not watch my physical media? Mm. Uh, I can't find... I'd, I'd like... In the move, I'd singled out the one slip of SGA that we're up to and the one disc of the multi-pack of SG1 that we're up to so that I wouldn't have to go through boxes to find them. Um, <laughs> it turns out that I've hidden them even from myself. So um, you have said watch it on DVD because it's the extended version of Threads. The extended, yeah. Streaming on wonderful people at Stan. The, not theatrical, but the TV cut of it. Yeah. Uh, It'll be maybe- Amazon soon, mate. So. Oh shit! It will be too. Mm-hmm. We'll, have, we'll have even more people to suck up to. Um, <laughs> so I may only be able to watch the uh, the TV cut of that Oof. if you guys are going to be watching. That the... is a that is a full forty minutes. You will miss out on Mitchell. Really? The 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 TV edit is a forty three minute episode of television. The special edition on the DVD is an eighty three minute episode of Friends. Jesus. Like when that you must that must be so much Pete. I'm uncomfortable when... <laughs> with it. Mitch, oh when, you first, when you first said threads, I was urgent. There was movement. There was firmness. And then when you said you weren't able to watch, you're probably not going to be able to watch the uh, the full... Uh, I mean, I'm inverted now, basically. The well, Alfie, thing is I've spent Alfie three weeks looking for the... I've been looking for them for a couple of weeks and... I feel like I'm just going over the same ground now looking for them. I don't know where they are. Like I've got I've got stuff at my mum's house. I've got stuff at my grandfather's place. They could be in other houses for all I know, yeah, these wow. boxes. I don't know. So you That's can rough. you can fill in the, the gaps on me next week. Yeah, the the extended edition of threads is I mean, it's definitely in my top ten episodes of any Stargate ever. Wow. Potentially my top five. Wow. Like wow, of wow, not wow. not just SG1, really? not just SG1, all of Stargate. It is wow. I, love the extended cut uh, i think i'm just gonna stick to stan as well oh, <laughs> <laughs> people i'm just gonna stream at least, it at least mitch has an excuse brandon you make me sick 
You dis- I've seen it before, mate. You disgust me. Heaps. I've seen it heaps. <laughs> Actually, I think the succinct version is better because it's less Pete. You can oh, just get on to the next one. How dare you, sir? We will talk about this next week because... <laughs> oh, no. Have you got things stuff. prepared for Mitch? Like things that he missed that are really oh, you good? better believe. You like better the guy believe. with the coffee pot? That was gold. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole conversation with Carter and Pete in the car talking about flavors of cakes that you don't get in oh, the normal release. I'm devastated. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. More. You also miss out on a whole bunch of Tilk and Braytek stuff. Like, there's that big ceremony where we are blood kin to all Jafar. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week. But um, okay, yeah, you're missing a lot. Hashtag release the Pete cut. <laughs> release the Pete. Get into geek.